0: Good CEOs build and maintain successful companies. Great CEOs build and maintain influential ones. We're connecting with successful business leaders on how to create the impact within your organization that transforms it into one of influence at the CEO Roundtable. How are you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the CEO Roundtable podcast. Today I'm joined by the CEO and Creative Director at FYD, Tim Fullerton. Tim, thanks for being here, brother.
1: Greetings. Thanks for having me. Oh,
0: it's a pleasure. especially getting to hear the things that you've been talking about, how you got into it. I'm excited to jump into the conversation.
1: Yeah, this is cool. So tell me about originally where you're from. Uh, I grew up in Cicero, Illinois. Okay. Yeah. Stayed around local, pretty much. Stayed around local, yeah. Um, Grew up in Cicero, was there for about
0: 19 years. Now, one of the things that you had mentioned before we get too far ahead of ourselves, but that you had worked for this, uh, um, like a, not a concert, I guess, uh, a music... Firefly, right out of Delaware, the music festival. Yep, Yep. yeah. But music was a big passion of yours growing up. It was before you got into everything you do now. That which we'll get into.
1: Yeah, I mean, back in the days of Cicero, I climbed into my parents' uh, closet in the basement there and stumbled across two acoustic guitars, not knowing that they even played guitars at any point at all. But I found music was not a part of the the, of growing up. Piano was okay. Piano was. My mom would play, and uh, so that mean that was. That was really cool, but just coming across these guitars—I mean, that just like struck a chord. Of course. Uh, <laughs> pun intended. Um, So after that, it just kind of like steamrolled from there, like starting up a band, wanting to do, you know, music. And then when it came to um, high school, it was—you know—the internet was kind of picking up, yep. and uh, we needed a website. So I was like, well, you know, I love designing stuff in Photoshop, that, and I could figure this out. So that's kind of like where the whole career really originated was. Developing that website for the band—it's crazy. You guys yeah. were serious about it then. Oh yeah, yeah. We had the uh, animated gifs that with flames <laughs> and all that stuff on there. Was, that was fantastic. Like the MySpace days. Oh, it was before MySpace. Oh no way! Yeah, that was you. Yeah, wow, so. that's—you don't look like it at well, all. So. Thank, you. thank <laughs> you.
0: But so that led to what more of a passion then towards design than it would have for music, or did music still uh, was design still much just a part of facilitating your passion
1: for music? You know, they it went back and forth, but like music was always a primary thing. You know, I, I still love playing music, nice. um, and it, it just was one of those things where it it led me to a career path, is, is kind of what it did, is just stumbling across that and, and taking it seriously. And, um, you know, as time went on, even like starting up a podcast of my own 20 years ago or yeah. whatever it was when it first started, and yep. I just love the technology and like the music aspect, bouncing between the two. I think they they complement each other really well and one of the things that you would mentioned that we'll get into more so on the business side of things but
0: it seems like you gravitate towards what it would be like team culture or, or building a team or having uh this idea of others around you right kind of towards this common purpose mm-hmm. when
1: did you find that you were uh, drawn towards that i would say that that was probably one of my f- earlier roles that i had uh i don't know maybe maybe like 20 years ago i, I took a, a job I was still in—actually, I, I was in Riverside at the time, and I took a job that was out in Frankfort, Illinois, mm. and um, it was one of my first like web design jobs, like a serious job. And it wasn't that I was necessarily passionate about the work that was there, but the people that I worked with were fantastic. I loved going to see them every day, I loved learning things from them. Um, so that's kind of where it started for me. Was just is picking up different things from different people along the way. It was
0: interesting because as, even as you talk about just growing up, it seems like you were. It might have been like professionally. That's when you probably had the epiphany, right? But before then, it seems like you were already doing that. I mean, if you're gonna put a band together, that sure. requires some skills, right?
1: Yeah, there's a lot there that. Um, it, it both of those kind of. Uh, it's, it's very similar. The dynamics are, are very similar. You. You pick up from other people like ideas and, and concepts, and uh, you know it's it's just it's a learning process that's really fun to do in, in both regards.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So, so what is it about what you ended up doing that you know from that initial website for your band? How did it turn into a career for you?
1: Well, from there, it was one of those things where I you know I don't want to work at the Jewel <laughs> <laughs> or the Brookfield Zoo at one I point. I did work at Jewel. For did you? Th- yeah, for like three months, and oh, then nice. i thought,
0: absolutely not. A- Why would anyone do this yeah you don't want you don't want to push carts in chicago somewhere no no and get paid at the time i was getting paid like three something an hour yeah and then with union and i would eat lunch there so then by the end of the week i literally spent my money
1: on eating lunch at jewel sure yeah (laughs) i was like yeah no this isn't working out so for me it was the best buy was across the street so that money was going (laughs) towards cds i mean yeah that's awesome that was the thing but i interrupted you so um your your career path. I needed one. Yeah. Uh, you know, that was one that, uh, that was something that was like, you know, in in high school and then like college is coming up. What am I doing next? Well, I obviously love music, but I didn't have the confidence that, okay, this is something that's going to pay the bills. Yeah. Um, but I, I did enjoy designing and developing things. So it's like, well, let's, let's figure out how this works. And by the time I got into college, um, within the first semester, I took like an intro to web development course. And aced it because it was one of those things that was so new colleges weren't actually able to keep up from a curriculum yep. standpoint yep. with what was happening um, so after I got through that there, was, there wasn't a challenge for me so it was just okay well what can I do with this like let me try to build a portfolio yeah and get let me get let me get my foot in the door and start like the first good for you and go for there yeah that I mean that's such a cool thing to hear
0: about too that kind of the beginning of technology right and I say technology's been around but the evolution of the internet and how it just exploded right mm-hmm. I think we're about the same age and i remember being in high school that no one even knew what an email address was and like i had one and you know back in the day i was getting on bulletin board services and things like that sure. the exposure to it was something that like it wasn't a conversation piece no one could identify with that and so it sounds like you were kind of in that beginning phase of no one knows they need websites
1: so a lot of businesses didn't even have them right no uh, that was certainly the case and I, I mean I accepted that and i just dove right into it as soon as like something was available i mean this this is like in the aol days right that's how i found like the the drummer for that band in high school was through like the message boards that's awesome. on aol and we're, you know we're still friends today that's so cool so yeah it's pretty cool
0: now tell me about the you know the idea to then start your own company i mean you obviously you had a couple good things going with with you know jobs but seeing the opportunity for yourself when when did that kind of epiphany take place
1: it was probably like the second job that i i got um i was doing work it was predominantly like banner ad design and Mm -hmm. there's not a whole lot of challenge there from a creative standpoint so i needed an outlet um in 2001 that's when i established fyd as like my freelance outlet oh no way so that was one of those things where it's like okay well let me let me do this on the side and like continue to develop that and, you know, try to find freelance clients and, and go from there. And what was it
0: in the beginning when it started, um, what were you really focused on? Was it just the design and, and you know, both design and development kind of thing? Uh, was it beyond that? It was mostly
1: just design projects. So when you first started? Yeah, when I first started, it was, it was mostly design projects because I didn't want to take on a development project and not get in over my head. Gotcha. I just wasn't confident enough of being able to take on like a website, a full website project and. Um, you know, be able to execute it well.
0: So, when did it go from being a, a side hustle to being the company that it is today, or at least the, the beginning of that process? 2015, when you went full time. Full time,
1: 2015. Decided yeah. to to leave the comforts of of a paycheck and. and oh, I got I got pushed into it. Oh no way. Yeah, it was. And uh, actually, it'll be next month. Will be the anniversary. So, in June 2015. I was working at an events company, the one that did uh, the Firefly Music Festival. Sure, um, They laid off 33% of their staff, and I made the cut. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that was one of those things where it's like, okay, well, I have, let's say, about a month that I can afford to try and really go for this. Mm-hmm. And I think I set up one job interview after that, and that was it, and I just went full blast, full tilt. Wow, Because I, I already had a, a, a portfolio of like freelance clients that I would already worked with, Um, I had people that I was contracting out to that i have been working with for quite a while. So I had something kind of established there. Absolutely. But it was just one of those things where, like, how do we just really move this thing forward so it can be sustainable?
0: From that standpoint, what was your first course of action in terms of – I mean, I think this is a very common thing these days where people do have side hustles, right? I think uh, 20 years ago people didn't, right? And it was more like you do your job. You kind of – but the internet really changed everything for people that you could very easily very low cost of entry to have a website to have some marketing branding whatever it is some pictures i mean use your phone what was it for you that back then when it wasn't as common for people to do that that you already were kind of established but what was that decision that hey i'm going to do this first here are the steps i'm going to take and obviously something went right so you know what what advice would you give for people kind of in that situation based on your experience
1: well, for this industry, with like the creative industry, it always goes back to the portfolio for me. Um, it's starting that base off before you even start reaching out to people. Have something to show what you do. You know, Just have that outline of, here are the things that we accomplished really well, and then proceed with trying to reach out to people. And that's what I did. I, you know, Starting out, it was just, the, let's redesign the site, let's get a nice portfolio in place, and then let's run with outreach. Talk to me about that outreach, though, because from
0: creatives, I mean, that's probably the most difficult thing, especially when you go to school. How much business acumen you know, did you walk away from? How much experience did you get uh, starting a business, right, from, from college? And from what I've heard is anything in the arts really doesn't have that. Now it's starting to change a little bit, but back then it was just, it, it just didn't happen unless you went specifically for
1: business. Sure. And that's, that's certainly the case. I never finished college. Like I, I, did a year and a half, <laughs> gotcha. and and that was that was Same. it for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was it was one of those things where it's like I want to get out there and actually start creating things and, and good for you and, though and um, kind of developing the craft um, more or less. So I guess what I picked up along the way is what I used to move out on out my own, um, and that comes back to the whole team aspect. You know, I had um, a couple of bosses throughout the years where it was like I picked up a lot of different things, uh, where it was like. It was trying to, um, you know, just client relations or, um, you know, project management, all of these different hats like I picked up along the way. And it was that's what I applied towards moving out on my own. Absolutely. Now, tell me a little bit about the the team building process. You know, that was one of the things that was important to you
0: that you even mentioned having worked for a business that you didn't really like the business, you didn't like the company, but. You liked your team sure and that's that's what kept you around yeah so how did that influence you in terms
1: of the way you approach building your team when it was when that time to start hiring people well i think it's being open to learning that's that's a huge thing um i've been doing this for quite a while but i don't lean on that at all you know i, I want to hear ideas from other people um because more times than not they're they're going to be better than mine you know that they're a copywriter is going to have better ideas in terms of what the approach for the messaging is going to be than than I would. That's that's not my thing, and I I'm cool with that. But I would like the collaborative process of like working with people to come up with ideas and then and just allowing them just go for it, execute it, knock it out.
0: You know? And how do you how do you really discern in terms of hiring people? Because right? that's that's probably one of the most difficult things is 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 being able to see the person, not necessarily for what they're showing you in that moment, right? But, but what are they going to Produce. You know, what type of uh, player are they going to be on this team? Uh, wh- what do you look for in
1: people when you're hiring them? Is there something specific, or is it on a case by case basis? You know, it varies depending on the role, I would say for sure. But I think that it's just um, there's an, an element of real, relatability that comes to with just talking with someone. Like, how's the communication? You know, you've already seen their portfolio. You already you already know what they can pull off from that aspect. So you know there's a, a solid base to work off but like how's the communication between you and that individual like if it's if it seems really solid then you know you might have a good match there absolutely yeah
0: and then what about the culture itself like once you the team you start you started hiring you know how did you become intentional about creating a culture that people wanted to come to work or felt the way that you felt about, you know, being on the team and hopefully actually liking the business and the company too. Right. But yeah, but specifically the culture in the team, how did, how did you
1: uh, come to cultivate that? You can't force that. And I've worked at a couple of places in which they were trying to force that and they were trying to instill like this, this culture of that was established. Um, it just doesn't pan out for at least for me it it could for other people but i think that what we look for are people who are just passionate in their craft like they really love to do design work or they really love development work or they, or they really like writing it's it's just having that passion for those those crafts that um bring it all together absolutely you
0: know And then what what role do you take on or what advice would you give to uh, budding entrepreneurs or CEOs or leaders, right, as they're kind of thinking about that for themselves? And I think it's such a great point that you can't force those things that are meant. I mean, if it's a culture, it, it kind of evolves. But what role do you take on as a leader, as the leader of a company or a team that says, you know, it is my job to cultivate that, but also in a sense to make sure that that it, it's not forced or by someone else right or outside influences how, how, what, what role do you take as a leader
1: in, in that uh situation i think it's just being opening to learning um and, and letting everybody know that their opinion matters uh you know just don't don't be afraid especially in the creative space like just throw out don't be afraid to throw out bad ideas yeah and i do it all the time i tell terrible jokes and uh you know i have bad ideas all the time so it's just one of those things where it's like don't be afraid. And I think if you can develop a culture where everybody just feels comfortable in what they're doing, I mean that's huge right there. That's absolutely huge. I mean it is. And and then you see that I don't know why uh, it's just so hard
0: for some people to understand that everyone has some sort of perspective that could actually open your eyes to something different. Right? Absolutely. And, and that's something that I, I just I hope that people see, especially through the podcast, right? That that you can get invaluable information from just about anywhere if you're listening for it. Sure. Now, what type of clientele are you working with? Really, what's your bread and butter? Or is it very much just, again, case by case uh, in terms of the industries
1: that that you're servicing? It's somewhat case by case. Um, We work within the mortgage industry a lot. We have uh, a client, United Home Loans, that we work with, and uh, we do quite a bit for them. We're also over in the music in space, space, so that's one of those things where it's like we kind of we bounce all over the place. We've got the uh, Chicago Pizza Festival that's coming out um, in July, I believe. Oh no! Way. And we've done all the branding for that site um, for the actual event too. So uh, it's really all all across the board. So it's what's cool. a, what's your favorite uh, to work on? Still music stuff? Um, selfishly, maybe a little bit. But I do think that there's opportunity to do really cool things in all different spaces. They all present different challenges, and I think that that's what we look for when we get a new project, uh, whether it's a startup that's like, we don't have anything, we, we need all of the things. And, uh, or if it's an established company where it's like, you know we have something already in place here, we just need you to help out with A, B, and C, there's still challenges there. Um, and as a creative, it's like, okay, well, this will be cool. Let's try to figure something out for this. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And then, as far as the brand itself, it's it's evolved a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Where uh, in the beginning it was very much design and, and, and development as well, but now it's evolved beyond that. Tell me a little bit about the transition into what, um, yeah, who you guys are as you're growing up.
1: Yeah, well, I think that's kind of the cool part about having like a, a creative company is that you'll get asked for things that you won't necessarily expect to have happen. Um, I did an audio book at one point, just because the client asked, would you be able to? You know, record this you know you got a pretty good voice why don't you record this book for me and you know you can do the audiobook for me and it's like sure okay well that's cool um i think you just kind of learn to evolve based on what comes in through the door so for us it was a matter of social media marketing i'm not great at that I, so i needed somebody to help out so that was one of those things where it's like um with the amount of work that was coming in the door it's like, okay, well, I'll bring someone on freelance, and then that person ends up coming on part-time, then that person comes on full-time. And that kind of evolves with, with each category, whether it's, it's design, uh, development, it's, that's just kind of how it works. It's based on what's coming in the door. You just learn to adapt.
0: And then now take me to the future, right? What, uh, what's the hope for the future in terms of what you see for the brand and, and how you're working towards that?
1: Well, I think for us, we've got a few things that um, I would like to start doing um, internal projects. Um, You know, I think it's a lot of fun to bounce around between different industries and you end up getting much better at your craft because you have to learn to uh, just kind of immerse yourself in these different businesses um, to succeed on the projects. But I think that some internal projects just for us to do for fun, um, whether that's working with nonprofits a lot more or um, just building our own platform, I think that there's opportunities there for us to start looking into doing in that's awesome yeah and then as far as uh your own platform what would that look
0: like i can't keep that secret yet oh it's a secret yeah. huh yeah. <laughs> it's so
1: it's uh, is it a uh, not, no music related stuff though i don't know i don't know uh, maybe i i don't know that's that's kind of the fun part is like let's i think we'll just we'll get together as a team and kind of figure out you know what would work well for everybody what what everybody would be excited about doing yeah. and then roll from there. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, Well,
0: good for you. So. Well, I'm excited for all the things that you've already done and obviously uh, I have big plans for the future, so I'm excited for that as well. Yeah. And, and how can people connect with you? How can they uh, find
1: you online? Uh, they can just drop by our website. Uh, it's at fyd.agency. Awesome. So the rhymes. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Well, appreciate you coming in and look forward to the next time. Yeah, thanks for having me.